the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review with Hugh Hewitt podcast, bringing to you the best voices on the stories and issues that matter. Helping make it all possible is the generous partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. Here's another piece I'll trust you enjoy. USA Today has compiled a list of the outstanding women of 2023, one from each state and a few generalized women of the year. I uh, I have always looked uh, with some contempt at all of these lists that have been that are compiled. I, I'm far more interested in pre-amplifier of the year, to be perfectly honest. <laughs> that that would interest me much more than the man of the year, woman of the year, or uh, whatever of the year. It's it, in the case of USA Today. I, I checked out virtually every single one with their with the one sentence or two sentence bios. You could read more on any of them if you want. And uh, virtually every single one is a left wing activist. So uh, it, it doesn't matter what good you have accomplished or. Anything else you've accomplished, uh, if you are not uh, a left-wing activist, USA Today does not consider you. So my technical director asks, if gender doesn't matter, why do they even have the list? It, why do they call it? Well, they, yeah, it is a tough question. If if sex is not binary, why is there a w- women of the year at all? Yeah. It should be humans of the year who happen, many of whom happen to look like females. By the way, uh, the, the winner for Minnesota, a state that is truly competing with California for the most idiotic state in the union, and, and that is not an easy, uh, an easy win. It's, it's a tough, tough one. And Washington and, and Oregon are certainly in the mix. The Oregon Education Department, you will recall, announced last year that uh, in Oregon schools, the idea that there is one correct answer in math is white supremacist. Yeah, that's, that's the Oregon Education Department. And when we mock that, we are called anti-education. So the the winner, uh, USA Today's Woman of the Year for Minnesota, is actually a trans woman. And this person transitioned from male to female. I, a transition I, I don't believe is possible, just for the record. It, it's either possible or not possible. Can the person subjectively do that? person could subjectively do anything. You can transition from white to black or black to white psychologically. But you, you don't become one because you think you are. 
And the differences between the sexes are much greater than the differences between the races. Anyway, uh, USA Today picked a person who was a male until five years ago. And many people on Twitter have said this is a further blow against women. Women, you're not really women uh, because what you think constitutes your womanhood is shared by men who think that they are women or say they are women. So the person is Lee Fink, L-E-I-G-H, F-I-N-K-E, and this person is in the Minnesota House of Representatives, won by an astounding 80-plus percent, according to USA Today. Well, I guess the transgender, uh, transgendered are quite uh, popular in Minnesota. But the one that I want to bring to your attention because of a theme that I have talked about, oh, a fair number of times in the past, is the adulation of young people on the part of people on the left. So the winner, yes, I read virtually every winner's little bio. The winner from Minnesota, excuse me, from uh, from Nebraska, the woman of the year from Nebraska is Nikki Clark. This is what is written under Nikki Clark's photo. She says, young people, quote, have the answers. They have the solutions. Ah. Uh. I'll just continue is one one more sentence in the summary of the person's outlook on life in USA Today, uh, which is just a a left wing daily sheet. Through her work with a nonprofit. Focused on empowering young people, she's determined to elevate their voices. This is classic. Let me understand the nonprofit empowering young people. Hmm. Why would you want to empower young people? Why would you even say, it's an amazing quote, that young people have the answers, they have the solutions? Why would an adult say that? And I have the answer. Because adults who say that do not have any more wisdom than children. So they think children have the answers because they are indistinguishable from children. That is that aside from politics, politics is the primary reason that Democrats want to make the vote available to younger and younger people uh, because they will get more and more votes that way. But aside from that, this notion of you have so much to learn from young people, which is not true. It's just not true. Unless you are a, 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 a wisdom, 
uh, what, what would be the word? Absent. A wisdom absent adult, which is most adults, uh, unfortunately. Especially those who graduate college, which is the anti-wisdom center. Wherever there is wisdom, there is no leftism. There can be liberalism and there can be conservatism, but there cannot be leftism. And wisdom is generally regarded as more likely in, in adults than in children. There are wise children because they were given wisdom. I wrote a column on this, I don't know, in the last six months, that that offered the idea that there is there more, there was more wisdom in my elementary school or my high school i think i wrote high school than uh, on the faculty of almost any university of this country including elite prestigious schools like stanford again i wrote and i believe that i and many of my classmates at yeshiva a Jewish religious school, had more wisdom as juniors in high school than the faculty of Stanford University. And the reason is we were taught wisdom, and these secular people were not. So part of this wisdom issue is the adulation of youth, So I was reading the bios of the Women of the Year nominees from each state, from USA Today, virtually all of whom, as I noted to you, are left-wing activists. But this woman really struck me, the bio, and I will read it to you once more. And, okay, she disappeared for a moment. Come back, Ms. Kelly. No, no, Ms. Clark. Nikki Clark of Nebraska. She says, young people have the answers, they have the solutions. Now, that's that's amazing. Young people rarely have the answers and solutions that have eluded adults. But to people with little wisdom, kids have an equal amount of wisdom. That's why it was generally liberal activists who wanted the voting age changed from 21 to 18. I didn't, and I was 18 at the time. I remember, and I've mentioned this, I said to my girlfriend at the time, and I was a uh, freshman in college, I said to her, why are they giving me the vote? I don't know anything. I remember saying that to her, and I, I wasn't some great outburst of humility. It was just a fact, and by the way, I... I was an avid reader, but I just assumed that people three years older knew more and could vote more intelligently. Through her work with a nonprofit focused on empowering young people, that scares me. Empowered young people? Whoa, really? And give me examples in history where empowering young people led to a better and kinder and finer and wiser society. Tyrannies empower young people, that I do know. Komsomol, the Soviet Youth League, the Hitler Youth in Germany, and so on. 
She's determined to elevate their voices. Uh, The last thing kids need to think is that they are repositories of great insight. What you do is you produce leftists because of the narcissism at the root of leftism. I'll give you another example uh, of this I did last week. The lieutenant governor of... Oh, my God, I can't believe it. Will it be Minnesota? Oh, yes. A truly benighted state. The lieutenant, gov- the lieutenant governor is Peggy Flanagan. Good parents believe kids when, when they, quote, tell us who they are. That's right. That's a fascinating thing. That was her message. You want to play it, uh, Sean? This is the lieutenant governor of Minnesota. Because let's be clear. This is life-affirming and life-saving health care. When our children tell us who they are, it is our job as grown-ups to listen and to believe them. That's so interesting, isn't that? Then why, why, why... what I thought the job of a grown-up was, in fact, to offer their best insights into life to them. So if your 10-year-old daughter says she's a boy, that's what a good parent does. You believe them. I believe you're a boy. Okay. We'll see in the long run whether that was a truly good response on the part of parents. Certainly every left-wing parent believes that, and probably most liberals as well. I don't think most conservative parents think that if your daughter says she's a boy, your response must be, of course you're a boy. Why would I think anything else? I want to tell you something. If all the adults in children's lives today said, no, you are what your sex is. You are a boy, and God, if you believe in God, or nature, if you believe in nature, made you that way. And that's it. You, you, there's no such thing as becoming the other sex. If you have emotional, psychological, or mental issues, let's treat them. But we're not going to cut off your genitals or your breasts. We're not going to give you hormone blockers. The fact is, you're a girl. That is, in most cases, the best response of a loving parent. If the whole parental role is to listen to what your kids say, what the hell do we need parents for? Thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review. Our program is coming today in partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. It's America's most unique graduate leadership programs offered on Pepperdine's breathtaking campus in Malibu, California. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. If you're enjoying the podcast, please tell a friend to go to Town Hall Review and sign up as well today. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.